Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve ourselves and the lives of others in our community. I am back. So this next couple of series and episodes, it's not going to be interviews, it's just going to be all me. Um, so it's just me in the booth, uh, me, my ideas and my notes I have scratched down here so I can hopefully provide some wonderful 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 content for you all i am super thankful for um all of my guests who came on the show um and allowed me to interview them and kind of give us what it's like to be in the skin of that number thank you so much to all of you and there's going to be more coming up from them um two series after this next one we have coming up so today i'm doing wings and things um how we use our wings the wings we lean into and just giving a little bit more information on the wings so you know a little bit more of what wing you probably lean towards or if you are both or if you just more true to your type and your wings are kind of just not as well developed necessarily um not in the bad way <laughs> and also um the next series after this one is going to be called growth work and i'm going to go through each type an episode on each type of specific things they can do when it comes to growth work and what they can work on. And the things that you're doing is going to be challenging because it's going to be in opposition a lot of times to your ego. And so as much as we all want to grow and get better, which is great, these things will be to a certain extent challenging um, for us, which is great because that's how we become freer. That's how we become healed. Uh, and that's how we become better people, to be honest. So I'm super excited about when that that's coming up. And then after that, we're going to do Enneagram in color. And basically that is... Um, every person that I had on the show uh, spoke on what it would look like to have the Enneagram in communities of color and marginalized communities so that um, people who uh, stereotypically may not have seen counseling or therapy or personal growth in ways that were beneficial and helpful at the time for a lot of different reasons. We'll go into that in some of those episodes. But how can the Enneagram reach them in a way that is free, helpful, useful, healing, and productive to people in marginalized communities and communities of color, which I love, uh, by the way. So it's going to be really good insight on that one. That's about two series away. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and kick it in on this episode. All right. So starting off, the question is, what are wings? The wings refer to the two types adjacent to the core type on the Enneagram circle. So they do not change your type. It's kind of like pizza in a sense. You have your base and your sauce and your dough, but your wings are two different toppings that you can choose to put on your pizza and other ones that you have most available to you for. It. So in an example, in this example, the toppings represent your behavior. So if you are, for instance, a three, you have a chance, you have an easier chance of picking up either a two wing or a four wing, which is picking up a little bit of the behavior from the two or a little bit of behavior from the four. And that's on top of your base, which is your threeness. And so you don't form or turn into that number, but some of their behavioral qualities go into your natural um, home base number. So if you said, what are my wings? As I kind of mentioned before, the wings are the numbers that are both sides of you. So, for instance, if you're a one, you have a two and a nine wing. If you're a two, you have a one and a three wing. If you're a three, you have a two and a four wing. And just going all the way around. So, there's no nine with a five wing. Don't, no, it don't work like that. That is not how it works at all. So, if you hear that, you'd be like, mm, let's look back at this. That is not how things work. Um, and this has a way, way, way deeper way way deeper um, purpose the reason why the wings work like, work like they do and that is something that i have to delve into and like that's something you have to talk about offline because that goes very very deep um there's a simplistic understanding of it, and then there's such a complex understanding of enneagram as well um which is beautiful but also like mind-boggling at the same time and so the reason the numbers work like they do has a very um I would say, integrative and uh, intricate purpose within each other as well. What are wings for? Now, that's probably a more specific and better question that some people are asking. So the wings give us a finer distinction 
in our number in how we react in life. Wings also show a deeper uh, and more specific area in which we can grow in. Wings also show us specific skills within us that help us to be healthier and reveal some unhealthy things we need to work on as well. Uh, the archetypes for each type even changes slightly with um, the different wings. And so remembering that archetypes, this is something I want to say. So the numbers are have been given archetypes and names to help people um understand them and connect certain things with them but i want to make sure that everyone knows that you don't definitively connect the word that they've given or the title they've given to each number a hundred percent with that number say oh you're just like this because that limits a person and people are so complex and so it's just it's kind of helpful to understand that archetype what it says but don't put too much weight into that being oh that's that person you know don't do that so it's stereotypically most likely true in certain instances, but it is not limiting and com confining for that person of uh, that archetype or that number. So here are the schools of thought behind wings. All right. So one of the schools of thoughts is when you're younger, you have um, you lean heavy into one wing. And as you grow older, you develop the other wing. And so kind of the idea is that you develop the wings so that they balance you out. And so in different situations in life, you're able to understand, OK, how do I balance myself in order to make sure uh, my behavior is serving me in all these different arenas of life? For instance, I'm a seven. And so as a seven with an eight wing, obviously, as a seven, I am looking for joy, positivity, um, fun, experience, experience. I lean heavy naturally, at least growing up into my eight wing, which allowed me to be more direct with my fun, but also take more of a leadership role and also be more of a go-getter and not just completely experiential fun and doing different things, but a more serious edge to my sevenness. Whereas some of my, if I lean more into my six wing, which I'm learning to do, I prepare more. As a seven with an eight wing dominant, I just do, I can do quick, I can think fast and I just move and do, but I don't take necessarily a lot of time to prepare and think and process things like I should. And so as I grow, my sixth wing is growing as well so that I'm more balanced, All right? So the other school of thought is the dominant wing. You lean heavy into one wing and you stay there a majority of your life and then you have the ability to lean into the other one if needed. Um, and so it's a little bit of both of those. I personally believe that it's a little bit of both. It's not either or, but I've also seen a lot, especially when you grow, when you're growing, you will start to see your use of both wings a lot of times because life demands a lot of different things from us uh, when we're growing and creating space for other people and ourselves as well. And so another big part of the wings, they help enable us to understand the types, not only in isolation, but in relationship to one another. Since the Enneagram types are seen as spectrum or continuum, connecting to your wings can help you understand the subtleties of your core type. By leaning into our wings, the one side or the other, we expand our perspective and increase our emotional and behavioral repertoire. The wings may also offer a way to understand the tension and influences on an individual when they are stuck and create the potential to reframe their dilemma as a developmental opportunity. So a lot of this information that I'm coming to you with, a lot of these notes I have recorded from integrative9.com, and that'll be in the show notes as well if you want to go there and do a little bit more uh, uh, research, because I feel like they've done a pretty good job of breaking down the wings and then looking at, at how they function as an advantage and a disadvantage. So we're going to go ahead and get started. All right, so getting started with the type one, here we go. All right, so ones, they naturally have the attention where they see flaws. They see what's wrong they, because they want to perfect them. They want to make them good. They want things to be better. They want to improve. Um, and so they naturally see things that are incorrect, that are wrong, um, even not just with things outside of themselves, but sometimes inside of themselves. They also have a very strong inner critic. Um which is usually very good at seeing things that are wrong, but doesn't always is not always able to um, have tact on the way that's delivered. 
And so the inner critic can be tough if the, if the Enneagram 1 doesn't learn how to put them in the passenger seat or the back seat and not let them drive. So that's important. So if you're a 1, here are some gifts and challenges that comes with having a 9 wing. All right, some of the gifts are their intense need and drive to correct and improve is toned down. The 9 invites 1s to be more relaxed, trusting, and accepting of others. Willingness to surrender to the natural unfolding of events. Able to hold more viewpoints and be more collaborative than the natural one. Some of the challenges are that they may make ones less resourceful or prone to putting off important tasks. They may neglect things which are important but difficult. Influences ones to focus less on themselves and more on what needs to be done, which may lead to self-neglect. So here's the issue, um, especially with that last part when it comes to ones. A lot of times ones are seeking their perfection or the idea of perfection or the inner critic is trying to make things correct. A lot of times that comes, well, really all of it, is really from an external standard that has been given to them as a template and then it comes out internally and so part of it feels internal but it actually has been absorbed from the external from the beginning it's the template they were perceived or given and so naturally now that they're trying to place that extreme high standard on everything outside of themselves which comes from the inside which is a template from the outside they got when they were younger or whatever it came from so Ones with a two wing, here are some gifts and here are some challenges. Some of the gifts include the critical attitude of the one is tempered by compassion and understanding of others. A lot of times this comes from when a one is mistyped as a two. Uh, they've taken a test usually and they're like, I think I'm more of a two because they are a little bit more hospitable, uh, a little bit more compassionate um, on the critical edge. But their core is definitely still a one, but they can seem because they love to serve and they feel like that's the thing to do to be right. Another gift is it invites ones to give time to their own needs instead of only of what they should do. So ones get stuck in a lot of should behavior. Um, and some people have called it should heads, which is interesting. But um, ones can get stuck in being... Um, Stuck in being should do this, should do that, should do this, instead of more or less of what they actually want to do or what they feel they should do. It's more sometimes attached to what they should do. Another gift is they bring acceptance of limitation that the one cannot fix the world. So the one's idealistic nature, ones are super idealistic and their ability to understand that there are limitations to the world is going to be extremely helpful and limitations to the idea of perfection will help them to understand and relax some of their inner critic or go towards their virtue which is serenity idealism this is another gift idealism is expressed constructively in the form of service to others and so the idealism isn't just when they have taken on some of the good traits of the two is that it's not just critical from thinking and saying and pointing out flaws and things but they are actually moving and actually helping to change and actually helping to improve um, the services and different people and things that they believe should be better or improve or they want to see better here are some of the challenges a one has with the two wing this wing makes ones more prone to feeling hurt if their efforts are not appreciated their desire may shift to wanting to improve people and situations to feel worthwhile and accepted. They may feel victimized or taken advantage of even as they sacrifice their own needs. All right, moving on. So the Enneagram 2, the Enneagram 2, they are, their natural attention goes towards when they come in the room, who needs help? Where can I be of service? And who's missing something? So it goes to who needs help? Where can I join in and help someone? I am doing my best to be indispensable 
And so that people know that they need me because I'm good at knowing the needs of other people and I'm great at being a helper to them. So here are some of here's some of the gifts of the two with the one wing. The one's more discernment leads twos to give to whoever is in need, not just their favorites. And so twos can, in a certain extent, because they love to give, love to give, 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 they can tend to, and just pure two-ness, can only give to the people that they really care about, their favorites. But some of the moralistic part of the one, as a wing, allows them to say, well, everyone needs a little something, something. Everybody needs a little help. I can be generous to just more than the people that are my quote-unquote favorites. Another gift is they align with objective standards and are less likely to bend rules. They are honest with themselves and firm up their boundaries, which is super important for twos, by the way. Instead of exploding, they can direct their emotions to improving things. Here are some of the challenges that come with the one wing, uh, the two with the one wing. May lead twos to neglect themselves even more as they chase unrealistic ideals and higher expectations. Next challenge. Under pressure, the two's feelings of hurt may lead to criticism and resentment. The next one. Risk of overworking for justice and concern for the underdog. And so they can overdo that. Especially I want to hit on the challenge of the under pressure of the two's feelings and hurt may lead to criticism and resentment. This is so true. So twos naturally um, have a resentment where they build up um, they store away all the things they have done in the ways that uh, people have not appreciated them and that stores up resentment and they have that residual anger but what's interesting ones also have quite a bit of resentment as well but theirs comes from um, things not being right or they're feeling that they are not good enough and so that kind of compounds on a two with a one wing when they are um, living in an unhealthy state or a state that isn't um, serving them the best. A two with a three wing. Here are some gifts. The three wing brings more self-esteem, organization, and focus, enabling effectiveness and delegation. This makes for good team players who don't have to do everything by themselves. The three invites the two to the ability to adapt to other people and get along with others in a variety of settings. Some of the challenges include the three wing brings the risk of workaholism. As the two becomes more involved with work and less with their inner self and needs. Their helping becomes more selective and prideful as they work to be acknowledged. So that's also very important too. I feel like twos do not, I do feel like twos do not get the recognition they need for the work that they do, not for how they serve people. There's a difference. I would say in the workplace, I've seen twos work extremely hard and I think it goes overlooked a lot of times, but uh, two with the three wing can definitely take that to the extreme where they're working too much and they're not focusing on themselves. So just wanted to bring that up. Make sure twos, you're not overdoing the work, especially leaning into that three wing where you're not taking care of yourself. Does your workplace stink because the culture sucks? Are you tired of tolerating people and wish you could all work together cohesively? Does the mere idea of going into work give you anxiety? If you said yes to any one of these, you should probably quit your job. But since you're not going to quit your job, you should contact Kaizen Careers. At Kaizen Careers, we are all about improving workplace performance. We use a unique tool called the Enneagram. The Enneagram helps individuals and organizations become more self-aware. That self-awareness lends into helping organizations with communication, conflict management, and leadership development, ultimately turning self-awareness into self-mastery and creating healthy workplace cultures so you can improve your services and bottom lines. Contact Kaizen Careers at K-A-I-Z-E-N-C-A-R-E-E-R-S.com or Milton at KaizenCareers.com or give us a call at 901-334-1644. The three. So the threes, um, people call them the chameleons of the Enneagram, but they their attention goes to 
what I need to be in this room. Who do I need to be? Um, what you all need me to be in this certain circumstance. And that usually is affixed to somehow the successful role or the role model in that room. And threes are typically um, very attached to achievement, um, to wanting to obtain something and efficiency as well. Wanted to get things done. They are doers, even though they are in the feeling triad. They, they do uh, a lot of times instead of feel. Um, and it can be very direct and very straightforward. And they're about getting things done. So a three with a two wing. Here are some of the gifts. The two wing balances the three's task oriented behavior with more people orientation. And so they take that energy that they have for getting things done and they make sure that they are not overlooking and crushing the people that they're working with in order to get the job done. Uh, also, another gift. This makes them less likely to run over people as they value people as individuals and not just contributors. They become more aware of their own needs and can balance these with work. Assessing this wing may strengthen and deepen their personal relationships in life. So here are some of the challenges of having a two wing as a three. The two amplifies the need to please key stakeholders, making threes more outward directed, seeking approval, and therefore burnout is a risk as they work hard to adapt themselves to whatever others want or need. Instead of being their true selves, they focus on others' expectations. If their achievements are not appreciated, they may become disappointed and even critical. Here are some of the gifts of the three with a four wing. They value the inner journey of self-development as well as making the world more efficient. This is very important that threes learn how to use this portion or this gift of um, their wings because especially the four wing because a lot of times the three threes twos and fours but are looking externally for something internal that they need to work on or fix but the three has the ability to not go inward a lot of times because they're extremely externally and focused on making sure that they fit the mode of what's successful so it's going to be super important that they um, go on the inner journey and do some actual self work, self growth work, um, so that they can actually do some self development, um, and it actually makes them more efficient and and let than less efficient what they would think it does. Uh, so that's super important, especially for threes, because they are go getters and doers. Um, super important. Uh, the four also influences and invites threes to be authentic and true to themselves, tuning into their inner voice. It's like, okay, who am I? Let me listen to that person that's on the inside and just be more authentic of who I actually am and know that I can love that person and other people can too. Um, they value uh, relationships as mutual exchanges, not just utilitarian or to get things done, not just a relationship so that I can get this opportunity or move forward, but they actually value the other person in the relationship and the mutual exchange that they give each other. Uh, the wings also brings insight and sensitivity to the moods of others. Some of the challenges include um, a four wing brings introversion and distance, making the three more moody and reflective. Another challenge is being three, three with a four wing being that unused to their inner self they may feel awkward, leading to exaggerated feelings of superiority. Um, the next challenge would be, while they value success, they also desire what is missing. It may jump into intense and short-lived relationships to help them feel good. Got to watch out for that. Fours. All right, so fours, their natural attention is what is not ordinary. They do not want to be ordinary. They want to be original they want to be different they want to be unique they want to be um, distinct um, and so they naturally when they enter a room they're looking for they can see honestly they can spot um, originality and beauty when they first step in the room but they also can spot before anyone else they can spot disapproval sounds a little crazy they can also spot disapproval um, and abandonness and being abandoned in a room, how things can be um, dreary or um, how they can feel left out 
or someone can feel left out. So I don't think it just applies to themselves. They also can see it and feel it for other people as well. Um, and that's why they're very attuned a lot of times to when somebody is felt left out, that they're good at usually consoling them or being with them in those dark moments because they naturally are attuned to feeling, seeing, um, and sensing that um, in a room naturally. So a four with a three wing, here are some gifts. Uh, the influence of the three balances their internal drama of the four with a need to be effective in the outside world. Fours can get trapped in their inner world sometimes, and the three helps them to get out of that and kind of do it. The wing does help them get out of that drama that can be so deep with inside of them and help them to get moving and doing things outside in the world. Um, the three wing also enables them to practically implement their creative fantasies and express themselves in ways that engage others. Um, fours have extremely active and creative minds and a lot of times it can stay there but the three wing allows them to kind of pull that out and bring that beautiful originality gifts art paint uniqueness originality to the world and engage others as well um, the three wing also so allows um, fours to network well and broaden their interpersonal world with the new and exciting experiences and also, their desire to look good and impress others helps the four to be real and resist dramatization. Some of the challenges of the four with the three wing include the three may bring a form without substance, leading to a flamboyant and dramatic act, not genuine in self-expression. It also may perform instead of engaging and producing to escape their inner turmoil. Next, they may attempt to fix the world instead of themselves. Last, they become agitated depressives when adding the pressures of success to a deep melancholy. So here are the four with the five wing gifts. So with the five wing, they have the ability to balance intuition and subjective impressions with reason, logic, and objective observations. The five influences them to look at things objectively and take things less personally. This brings a balance of attachment and detachment and emotional control. As thinking connects with feeling, the four tends to become less impulsive and more restrained. Here are some of the challenges that go along with the four with the five wing. Challenges. The, five, the fours with five wings might have a tendency to over-intellectualize getting lost in themselves even more. So that was a tricky statement. So basically what, what that says is that because the five has the ability to intellectualize everything from top to bottom, um, from feelings to, to thoughts to everything that you can think of to intuition to intellectualizing it first, Fours, when they do that, they intellectualize a lot of dramatization that can happen. So the craziness that may happen, so the dramatization that may happen because threes have the whole outer image thing for success. If they get wrapped up in the fantasy of the outward world and intellectualize that overly do it, then they can get trapped in a place that's even deeper than natural uh, for a four. And so they're combining things because they're overdoing things. They're over intellectualizing from the five standpoint and they're over dramatizing. And that's all on top. Remember, we're making it's like a basis, the pizza. It's all on top of the four and this of uh, the natural fourness and the fourness, as we know, is emotionally deep. And so now it's wrapped up in this really, really complex world of emotions, thoughts, um, and expectations outside of self um, that are impacting the four. Another challenge is they may feel marginalized and alien and struggle to connect with others. Also, withdrawing and dissociating pushes them further into the fringes of society. They isolate themselves when depressed, hiding feelings from others. And so there is this unique balance of, of every type, which is paradoxical because our ego, what we want to be, okay, what we want to be, what we, our ideal lies of what we think is good or should be, 
Um, it's not necessarily what we are and not necessarily what we 100% should be or deeply, completely is. And so through our personality, which tries to do what our ego wants, it's a false way of trying to get what we want. So we don't get it. So in this sense, the four really wants connection. Um, it really wants to be seen and connected um, emotionally, especially since they're so deep. But the issue is that what they're doing is actually kind of um, excluding themselves by being so original and so different at times. They exclude themselves, though they want to be a part of the party. And so it's part of their paradox and part of their um, unique type structure that pushes them away from the very thing that they want sometimes. So we have to be very aware. Every type does it. That'll be on a different episode. Hopefully you have found some value in this podcast episode. You can help to keep this podcast going by supporting us on Patreon.com. Patreon.com is a site where you can support content providers. Podcasts are free to listeners, but not free for creators. It actually costs money and definitely time to produce consistent and weekly podcasts. I podcast because I want to reach people and change our community through the Enneagram. If you want to help in that by supporting me, you can go to patreon.com forward slash do it for the gram. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash do it for All the right, gram. So the five. The five is naturally attuned to not just processing everything in their head and their brain, but but fives really want to know what are the rules to the game. Um, they want to know where's the wisdom. They love information. They love information. They love knowledge. And they want to understand how things work, how things are put together, how things are built. All those things are very important to them. And a lot of times... Um, they can withdraw and be silent and try to be invisible to try to understand and think on everything. Competence is huge for fives. Being competent in something is very, very important to fives. And it's almost to a fault because fives have some of the most knowledge that you will find in people who know like pure knowledge about certain things. But at the same time, they a lot of times don't feel that they are competent enough to sometimes speak up and say the things that need to be said or the information that they have because they don't think they have it all, which how in the world can we ever have all the knowledge? Yeah. So here's some of the um, gifts of a five with a four wing. Their thoughts connect to feelings to create energy and expression. They balance observing with a passionate interest and involvement of life. They connect more deeply in intimate relationships. They connect right and left brain intuition and analytical ability, which is huge because fives are great at being intellectual and having using their brains to process life, to act upon life or to even perceive life. But a lot of times integrating that logical ability with their intuition and emotions is where a lot of fives and where the fives general struggle lies. Here's some of the challenges of five with a four wing. Some of the challenges include they can accentuate the inner sense of being different and misunderstood, maybe moody and depressed. They can withdraw even further into mental fantasies. They can also avoid confrontation by using symbolism to communicate, performing instead of engaging. And any five who's done real work, they will understand exactly what that is. Performing or posing, as my good friend Amir says, um, certain social poses where they're not really engaging, but they're just kind of like giving the prototypical high and by type of uh, communication and then withdrawing. All right, here are some gifts of the six wing for the five. Enhanced ability to weigh the evidence, take and defend a position or point of view. Five with six wings usually have more faith in themselves and others enables them to commit to people and causes. It also allows them to connect more deeply with groups or teams and tap into the courage of the six to be more assertive. Here are some of the challenges. Of having a six wing mistrust or skepticism of others may move them to the sidelines or make them withdraw even more. 
Anger manifests in hidden, suspicious thinking that is unexpressed. Hesitant to get involved because of indecision and fear of upsetting authority. All right, here we go. So the Enneagram 6. The 6, their natural attention is to what could go wrong. So when they step into a room, it's not like the one where they're seeing necessarily flaws, but they're seeing what could possibly go wrong that we may need to prepare for or um, or be guarded against. How can I make sure that I am protected and alert for the things that are going on or that could happen? Because sixes ultimately don't want to be condemned by, especially by the people that they love and care about, and they don't want to be rejected either. Uh, that's important, and that's one of the reasons why they've been given one of the archetype names, the loyalist, um, because they're, they're very serious about those type of relationships, um, which also comes in pros and cons depending on what's going on and the phobic and counterphobic nature of the six. But we're not talking about that on this episode, so <laughs> I'm going to jump into the wings, back into the wings. All right. So the six with the fire wing, here are some of the gifts, allows them to trust their inner observer and authority rather than seeking validation. Sixes with a fire wing also have more confidence in basing sound judgment on their own experience and reasoning. Helps put fears in perspective by analyzing what is going on. Makes more reasonable decisions open to multiple perspectives and viewpoints. Here are some of the challenges. The five wing may amplify the six's fears and anxiety. May tend to back away from confrontation instead of tackling issues head on. Moving into their heads instead of feelings or body, they become even more removed from action. Here are some of the gifts with a six with a seven wing. The seven makes sixes more optimistic and less inclined to imagine the worst. This wing also invites them to be more optimistic and trusting the goodness, trusting in the goodness of others. It also tends to be more extroverted, playful and lighthearted, able to laugh at their own fears. The ability to see multiple perspectives supports them in being more innovative. Here are some of the challenges with the seven wing. The seven wing may make the six avoid confronting the issues in front of them. They may seek to escape into idealism or plans to to postpone actions. Fear of pain combines with avoidance of pain, risking withdrawal from life or distraction by trivial things. So that's the really interesting part. Um, Sevens are, are naturally avoidant of any type of emotional pain and they try to distract themselves and sixes are fearful of that pain as well. And so the natural thought of leaning to that seven wing on the unhealthy side, it's just you're avoiding life because there's too much pain involved when you actually really get into life. All right, moving on. Here's the Enneagram seven. So the seven... They're naturally looking for what is joyful, upbeat, or exciting when you come to a room. And they do that so that they cannot be um, depressed by life or anyone or anything going on naturally. So they are usually optimistic, positive, upbeat, moving around, doing a whole lot of things. um, And doing their best to not work on or deal with the... um, the sadder or lighter or um, more sensitive emotions in life uh, that can be, that are painful, um, that require, that do not require the exciting stimulation into the mind um, for the seven. So here are some of the gifts of the six wing for sevens. It increases commitment to a chosen course of action, exploring things deeper. It invites the seven to ally with a limited number of people, grounding their desire for unlimited freedom. Uh, It's more seriousness and inhibition as a sense of risk balances their blind optimism. 
It also allows them to stay present in the here and now and work and connect. Some of the challenges include exaggerating underlying fears and becoming more flighty, self-doubt and worsens their ability of planning and doing, feeling guilty when they are irresponsible and may feel obliged rather than freed, duty becomes a burden. So I definitely understand uh, quite a bit of these um, for sure. Rings so true. All right. The seven with the eight wing. Here are some of the gifts. This wing invites seven to access their own power, becoming more assertive. The drive to action helps them move from planning to doing. They become more grounded and honest in self-disclosure and interactions with others. The inner toughness of the eight supports them in being less afraid of getting hurt. Challenges of a seven with an eight wing. Assertiveness may become aggressive as they force their bold ideas on others. I've never done that. (laughs) Um, They may become more self-absorbed and act more superior to others. A gluttonous desire combines with a drive for immediate satisfaction, potentially taking advantage of others for pleasure and gain. All right, here's the eight. All right, so moving on to the eight. So the eight attention, when they walk in a room, is like, where's the power? Where's the power and the control? And then after that, it's like, are you using this power the right way? Or do I need to find a way to overcome you or usurp you because you're not doing it right? So that's typically where their attention goes for the eight. For the eight with the seven wing, here are some of the gifts that comes with the eight with a seven wing. It includes the seven brings a broad vision to the driver eight, balancing the urgency to act with planning and perspective. Instead of doing it alone, they connect with other people and exchange ideas. They value synthesizing and expressing their thoughts as well as acting out fantasies. They're happier and they move through life lightly and less ruthlessly. I think that's super important because eights are, man, they're drivers. They are, they are, they are forceful. They are getting things done, the things that they want. They have the energy to go get it and do it. And they fight for the things that they love and they are passionate for. 110%. You won't catch one not doing it. Right. Um, Especially when if they have not grown to a point. Right. But I notice a lot of eights aren't intrinsically and externally truly happy. Often they may laugh. They may crack a joke. They may catch a joke. But truly being happy I don't see it very often. So it's going to be very important, I think, for Ace to make sure you lean into some of that sadness. Um, because I think it's super important, even throughout all of your endeavors and your achievements um, and your way of trying to make sure you stand up for people who need to be stood up for, that you still make sure that you are doing things that allow you to be happy in life. It is vital. All right, challenges for eight with a seven wing. So it can add desperation for more experience to their passion to satisfy their wants and desires. Yeah, that's a double whammy. It's just a whole lot going on there. Um, It may make them more self-absorbed, less reflective on consequences of their actions. And then also the wing influence brings more potential to have addictive personalities. Sevens are the type that is most likely to have an addiction. And eights are the most intense type. So on the negative side of um, an eight with a seven wing, they can become very addicted to different things and in a very intense way. So make sure you're very careful of that. And it doesn't even have to be like a substance or uh, something bad. It can be uh, overly intense exercise overly intense things that are just aren't healthy for you. Once they get so intense, they no longer provide value. You've ran the value out of it. You've intensed the value out of it, kind of. So make sure you're aware of that. All right, moving to the nine. The nine, all right, eight with the nine wing gifts. So this wing helps nines, this wing helps eights balance impulsiveness with more of a laid back approach. 
It may make the eight calmer and more receptive to others. Instead of making things happen, they are more willing to let things happen <laughs> and unfold naturally. So it's like a you don't have to push the river. You can just kind of let it flow. It's good. It's going to do what it's going to do anyway. Um, the nine wing also uh, gives them a sense of unity that balances their strong sense of autonomy of the eight. Some of the challenges the eight with a nine wing may make the eight more out of touch with their inner self. It may also... It also gives them the risk of neglecting themselves in favor of work. It may reduce the already limited introspection on what they really need to be whole. And it also may lead them to withdraw and then judge themselves for doing so. All right, moving to the nine. The nine is looking for peace. They're looking for comfort. They're looking. So they're looking when they walk in the room, they're looking at the value of other people. They're looking at people and saying, hmm, how is this person important? How does it feel to be them? How does it feel to be them? How does it feel to be them? The only issue is they didn't walk in and say, how does it feel to be me? And so that's a struggle that they have. So when they walk in the room, they're looking at everybody else and they're looking to kind of merge so that there's a harmonious effect going on, which can obviously be a problem if you're merging with things you don't really want or agree with to a certain extent. All right. So moving forward. On the nine with the eight wing, here are some of the gifts. Nine with eight wings are usually more active, focused, and direct. The eight wing invites the nine to get in touch with their power, autonomy, and authority. It balances their impulse to merge with others with a sense of individuality and uniqueness. May make the nine more confident and influential. The eight's boldness subdues the nine's fear of attack when they speak up what they believe in here are some of the challenges that comes with the nine with the eight wing the repressed anger of the nine may be expressed explosively and aggressively so that nine and that eight together with that wing can be some double anger and it can be wild and as much as you see a nine and they're chill cool calm collected peaceful harmonious and everything you thought it hits a point when that anger is triggered on the inside especially that with the eight wing, it will shock you just how much comes out of a nine with an eight wing when they are really angry. It's a lot. And most people wouldn't have a half a clue that that could come out of them. Because a lot of times when it does come out, it's not usually 100% around people. And sometimes it's sideways, sideways anger and not direct anger at situations. All right, moving forward. Unresolved issues with authority may come to surface, often in rebellious or resistant ways. Another challenge is the eight wing may lead them to focus more intensely on the pursuit of pleasure rather than genuine desires and needs for their real self. Here are some of the gifts from the one wing of the nine. The one wing offers a structured, principled, and focused perspective to their easygoing, lazy nine-ness. The influence of the one may help motivate the nine to do what they need to do. They may be more willing to work on righting what is wrong rather than living with problems or dysfunctions. The one wing also supports the nine as they move into action with purpose and certainty. Some of the challenges of the Enneagram nine with the one wing include may lead the nine to be even less expressive of their needs and anger for fear of alienating others. The morality of the one may get them caught up in what they should do instead of what they want to do. And also another challenge is um, of the one wing can be trying to perfect the world and themselves may lead to even more procrastination and distraction. Out of fear, it won't be right. So hopefully in this episode, um, you heard a little bit about your type and some of your wings. And hopefully you found some gifts and some challenges that you can lean into. Um, and some things you can like kind of watch out for to be like, ooh, I think I'm leaning too heavy. And then not leaning into the, the gifts of this wing. Let me um, take note and start making some different decisions. Um, so hopefully you can see that and utilize those as you go about your day. Um, if you have more questions about wings or any information, 
Honestly, I would love you to join the Patreon community at patreon.com forward slash do it for the gram. But also, you can um, you can reach me on uh, Instagram as well. And I definitely communicate there. And so, um, the information I know, if I can share it and help you, um, I'm willing to do that uh, as much as I can. And um, so, that, that's all for this episode. I want to thank you so much for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and share. That is rate, which helps others find the show. Subscribe so you can get the latest and greatest episodes and share if you feel this information can benefit someone you know. If you need personal life coaching or career coaching, I do that through my organization, Kaizen Careers and Consulting, LLC. You can contact Kaizen at KaizenCareers.com or Milton at KaizenCareers.com or 901-334-1644. Also, if you would like to be a Patreon supporter like Brandon from Alaska, yep, Alaska, you can go to patreon.com forward slash do it for the gram. The Patreon community has more access to exclusive content, merchandise, and input to the podcast, and also um, being able to reach me and um, learn about things even deeper into the Enneagram, which I talked about the complexities of it. And learning and finding more practical things you can do to actually help yourself grow and challenge yourself and to create space for you and others around you. Um, I do that there. And so if you become a Patreon member, you have access to that. If you're in the Memphis area around July 13th, please sign up for the free event I have coming up. Enneagram 901, Intro to the Enneagram Workshop. And it's on Eventbrite. Uh, Last thing before I go. You can go to doitforthegrandpodcast.com, subscribe, and you will receive a free gift. It is a PDF of each number. You can also read some really good blog posts by different numbers. So just remember, when a situation comes up and it seems too hard to overcome and you're about to make a bad decision, remember, scratch that, make a better choice, and do it for the gram. The Enneagram, of course. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.